and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. To the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, and I'm really excited to be here with you guys today. I wanted to quickly remind you to leave your pod, Apple podcast review for us. There are directions in the show notes below, and then you can also head to my Instagram if you have any problems. But this is a great way to get a free 90-minute sit-down with me. So I want you all to hit pause on the episode right now. Go to Apple Podcasts, leaves us a review, and make sure to leave your Instagram handle in there. In return, you will be entered into a pool to win a free 90-minute sit-down with me where we can go over any of your Instagram business issues. I also can offer any advice around building a business and based off of my experience, give you all as much feedback as possible. We then get to sit down for a 90-minute Zoom call together where you can ask me any questions that you may have about the notes that we've created for you or any other business questions that may just come up along during the call. So I'm really excited to see all of your feedback and reviews and I just can't wait to pick our lucky winner. So our goal is to get at least 50 reviews out of this promotion. So again, hit pause right now if you haven't yet and go enter into that giveaway. Thank you all so much for being here this week. This podcast episode is really more so about my outlook on working and what I think about working and how that's kind of set me up to become an entrepreneur. I shared this a lot throughout my first episode that I created. So if this episode intrigues you or if you are into this topic, I would definitely say go back and listen to our very first episode where I talk about manifestation and observing my parents hating their jobs all throughout their lives. You know, I would say my mom loved her career because it made her feel successful, especially when she was working with my grandfather with their real estate agency that my grandfather had developed. He was an entrepreneur. My mom would work with him and my aunt would work with him as well. A lot of my aunts um, in our family would work with them. And it was a great way for them to get used to the working world, I would say, before going headfirst and working for someone that you don't know, right? Which was a great experience for them at the time. But really after that, my mom hated working. She hated every job she was in. My dad, very similar All we talked about was the negative things that would happen at his job, like at dinner. Um, It was pretty depressing. There was never any like, wow, work was amazing today. I can't recall or remember that ever being said in my household. So 
when I was young, my image and my idea of working was always negative. I remember even going to college, I was really nervous to go because I thought, you know, well, after these four years, I have to get a career. And I remember when I was applying to jobs right out of college, I knew that I didn't really have a desire or a want to work in any of the roles that I was applying for. And the one role that really did stick out to me was the family-owned nonprofit that I ended up working for, and they offer direct benefits for cancer patients. And this really resonated with me because my father had cancer. He passed away when I was 15, which I do share in the first episode a little bit more in depth. So like I said, if you want to hear more about that story, you can head back to the first episode. But what this did for me and this outlook of working and then going into this job where I was really taking the job because of a situation and a past real trauma that I went through as a child. The work that I was doing every day was so rewarding because I saw how many people we were helping and I saw what great jobs they were doing with the nonprofit and that was so exciting for me. But on the other hand, the everyday tasks or the things that I was doing every day were not in alignment for my overall goals and my overall outlook on life. And that was really, really difficult for me. My health suffered. I remember trying to squeeze in the gym like at 6 a.m. before making it to work. And the rushing aspect of it all was really hurting my health. I was not able to like sustain at this level of not really sleeping and not being in alignment of what I want to do on a daily basis versus what I am doing. And if you know me on a personal level, I have a lot of values in my life and in myself, it's kind of built who I am, right? Everybody has this morals, certain things that they're not willing to bend on. And I'm sure if you are, you know, a Taurus or some type of earth sign, we really need to be grounded. And with working for someone else, I felt so out of control of my own life that I felt like I was so ungrounded, so not where I wanted to be. And that was really frustrating for me on a day-to-day basis. So what I realized throughout this process was that I probably didn't want to work for someone else. And I was very fortunate to have such a great success in my first role with growing the Instagram following from 18,000 followers to 500,000 followers in under a month and raising a substantial amount of money for this local nonprofit at the time. That was so great, right? And really the stars were aligning to show me that I didn't have to sit in a role that I didn't love or I didn't have to hurt my mental health every day by doing something that I know wasn't fulfilling me right from to the core. It was not fulfilling me. It was honestly really sad for me because of what I went through as a child. So I would even say it probably had a little bit of a negative effect on me at times. And because I was less aware of my mental health and my everyday awareness, right? It it wasn't as easy for me to see, but I knew after I had this 
amazing growth. This was the universe giving me an opportunity that I could not let go of. If I didn't take a leap of faith at this time, when would I have? At that moment, I was still living with my mom. I had, you know, a safety net living there with her. And I was able to justify giving myself a chance at starting my own business. And, you know, today I was listening to a podcast, Project Me with Tiffany. If you follow me, you guys know she's my girl. I follow her on everything. I'm a part of her posse. She's amazing, very successful woman. And she had a guest on and the guest was talking about how working and really starting a business is not that hard. You know, a lot of people think that it's really hard, but especially in today's world, it's very easy to just go online and start an online business or get your own LLC. But when it becomes you know, difficult or challenging is when you're up leveling or increasing your income in your own business. And that's when the challenges actually come. So starting my business really wasn't that scary at the time. I knew that, you know, if things didn't work out a year from now, I could go back into the corporate world and I would be able to go back and almost restart if it didn't work. So I gave myself a year and within that year, I had grown my business very quickly and I was very fortunate that the people that I was networking with and the people that I met throughout my local area with networking and business, I saw a lot of interest for what I was doing and what I was offering them. And I was willing to listen to what they needed, right? So my very first networking meeting, I walk in, I have no idea what to expect. I mean, you guys, I had a website that I had created on Wix that was literally so half-assed it's not even funny i had business cards because for some reason most business owners think that getting business cards is like the biggest deal when you start your business this was pre-covid as well so things were different but i had my business cards and i went to a networking meeting with a my aunt's friend actually her name's deb we've become really great friends she actually relocated to florida recently and i'll never forget it you know she picked me up we went together and I get there and I have to give my 30 second spiel and let me tell you guys I was so nervous I can be a really sweaty person when I'm nervous and I'm not even kidding you like I was sweating through my top because I had not come with a 30 second commercial at all and I was so nervous about what was going to come out of my mouth. Public speaking at that time was not something I was really used to on a daily basis. So I was so nervous and it comes around to me, the baton, and I get up and I say, you know, I decided to start my own business a few months ago and I really realized that I could take this leap of faith once I grew this Instagram following, yada, 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 18,000 followers, 500,000 followers. I give my whole spiel. I explain, you know, my goal is to train and help as many women business owners as possible really develop their ideal client community online. At that time, it probably was not so clear and concise in the way that I'm saying it now because I had not even really understood what I was doing yet. But I'll never forget it. I had people legitimately calling out to me as I'm finishing my 30 second commercial saying, 
I need to get in touch with you or do you have a card like I need you right now I need to hear about your offer yada 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 so that for me was really when I started to believe not only in myself because I already had proven to myself that I could be an Instagram manager and I was very good at it but I had to prove to myself that people were actually willing to pay and once I saw literally the demand sitting in front of me that was so rewarding and very exciting for me so I knew that I had a profitable business in front of me and then I went home and actually started to plan the packages plan what was I was going to offer at that time I was doing a course and I had about six or seven women I think signed up for my first course and that was a huge win for me at that time I didn't even know it was possible that somebody was willing to pay for something like this so I was so excited, you know? I mean, this was really when I actually started to believe in myself as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, as a business owner. And I wanna share this with you all today because I don't think that enough entrepreneurs talk about how they actually felt in the moment of time of starting their business and how scary it is getting outside of your comfort zone if you've never done anything like this before and I sure as hell had not. I mean, when I got the campaign at my nonprofit role, I had a literal mental breakdown because I thought that I would never be able to fundraise enough for the nonprofit for it to even be substantial. And look at what we did. You know, we did much more than that. We we gave them awareness, right? We gave them a platform to speak on. And I think that that is so much more rewarding right down the line. And that's really what the business model started from. So I knew that if I could explain this to people in a way that it is for the long haul, right? We know Instagram is not going to be an overnight success. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you sure as hell know that, right? It's a it's a long game. I'm still in the game every day, right? We all are. That's why we're here. That's why we're always striving to get better, reach more ideal clients and grow our businesses. But what it came back to for me was that I could finally control my everyday schedule and I wasn't having to, you know, check in with so-and-so in the morning. Yes, now I am so thankful for my team because they keep me on task, they keep things going, they keep me grounded, they know when I'm like crazy woman coming back from vacation, not prepared, have nothing done, and they need to, you know, shoot me a text and say, did you see my email last night, right? Accountability is important. I don't want that message to get misconstrued in what I'm saying by any means. It more so for me was the control of being able to put down my phone if I needed to that day or change my schedule because I had to take my mom to a doctor's appointment. At that time, my grandfather was still alive as well and we were very present, very close to each other. And that time of having that fluidity of my schedule 
it made sense for me. It really just made sense for me. And as he and I would talk through this business idea, he unfortunately did pass away before I really got started. But that was one of the key things that my mom would even share with me when she worked with my grandfather. And what was so great about their relationship was that they could, you know, cut out a little bit early on a Friday, go grab some late lunch, right? And chat and catch up with one another. And this, I realized really was one of my true values as a human being, spending time with the people that I love and the people that I care about. We only have so much time on this earth, right? I learned that when I was 15, that time is not infinite, you know, in the everyday. So the way that I could justify taking this leap of faith was to be able to be more present with my family, hang out with Sean or be there if he needs me or take Bailey to the vet if she needs me to during the day. And what I think has been so great about this transition of human mindset and mental health coming into the forefront of people's brains now is that we realize that we don't have to be changed to a job if it's making us seriously unhappy. You know, I think that it's definitely okay and debatable to say that because my father hated his job so much and it caused so much negativity in his life, Could that have affected his health? 150% it did. You know, I believe that the environments that we put ourselves in as human beings will have an impact on our health regardless of if we want it to or not. You know, there's some things things that are uncontrollable. And the more that we can tap into these emotions, these feelings, and find a solution or an alternative or, you know, something to look forward to, right? If you're not in that position yet where you can just quit your job, right? That's not always a luxury. How can you have a plan of action to do so, so that you can be happier. You know, what are your expenses every day in your life and how can you cut back on that as you're expanding and growing your business? There are lots of times when I had to make sacrifices and I'm not gonna sit here today and tell you all that those sacrifices still don't come on a weekly basis. You know, whether it be time, whether it be money, whether it be working late, it has so many different impacts of what you do. But for me, this entrepreneurship schedule was fitting so well into what I need to do and how much energy I can show up with for my clientele or for myself on a daily basis. When we talk about this idea of creating your schedule, let's get back to this accountability piece. And if you're listening to this, you're already a small business owner or you're planning to be a small business owner. So let's talk about what the everyday looks like. That's what this weekly topic is all about. And we really do take into account our daily activities to keep us on point and also keep the business moving. Because if you're a business owner, you know, especially a solopreneur, right? Somebody just starting out, like we're only two and a half years in. So I'm very much so 
present and still a part of the business and how it operates. I'm the face of the business, so I have to be. And with all of that, um, a lot of things can fall to the wayside, right? As we're expanding, as we're taking on new clients, things fall through the cracks. And the more you are on top of your schedule and on your calendar, the more you know, okay, this can be pushed off to tomorrow or this absolutely has to get done today. It should have been done yesterday. How I look at my schedule is I will even look at it weekly and prioritize what I need to get done on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then by the end of the week, I feel accomplished. And I really enjoy recording my podcasts on Friday mornings or Friday afternoons. So that works well with my schedule. And that's a weekly reoccurring thing. And this helps me again, stay accountable and keep on track. So one of the things that I love to do every morning to keep me really grounded is meditation. Now, I do not meditate every morning. And I want you guys to hear this because I don't want it to seem like I have the secrets to everything and I 100% don't, right? I'm just sharing with you all what's worked for me. And with meditation, when I do do it, I have such a more productive, happy, grounded, successful day than if I don't meditate. So that is why I make it a priority in my schedule. I'm very happy with myself if I meditate four or five days a week. That is a huge accomplishment for me. And that's what's doable for my schedule right now. Eventually that may change, but I like to give myself grace with these things. Schedules and times and having to do something every day can sometimes feel really heavy to me. I don't know if you all get the same energy from that, but having that fluidity and being able to be less judgmental with myself and lead with more grace has allowed me to go easier on who I am as a person, right? And be less angry at myself. Therapy taught me this. I used to beat myself up endlessly if I didn't get something done in the business that day or if I, you know, didn't get enough outreach completed. I was legitimately beating myself up like all night to the point where I couldn't even sleep because I didn't do this task or I felt like this needed to be done and I didn't get to it and you know I had a dinner to go to so I ended up really not getting to it and I would internally like my negative voice in my head right it's like wow, you're terrible, you're so unproductive, how could you, you know, forget to do this, or how could you mess up this post today, like, you can't make these mistakes, you know, over and over again, these negative voices in our heads, and the more I meditated, and the more I went to therapy, I realized that the judgment wasn't doing any good for myself, it wasn't helping my mental health, if anything, it was hurting me even more, so how could I change my internal dialogue and start to prioritize things that actually helped with my mental health, instead of continuing to beat myself up and just expecting a miracle to happen like you know I'm gonna be all of a sudden mentally stable um with acting like this right it's it's almost like when you step back and you take a moment to get more self-aware and you see what you're actually doing to yourself and you see what the outcomes are you feel the emotions for the first time that's when you allow yourself to change right and grow and develop and meditation 100% has allowed me to find silence and peace within myself and that's been 
one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had. So that's why I share it so much with you all. Again, it might not be what you want, right? It might not work for you and that's okay. Maybe yours is yoga. Maybe yours is walking. Maybe yours is journaling, right? I also love to journal. That's definitely the writer in me. And journaling has allowed me to even get my internal dialogue out on paper so I could see how rough I was talking to myself and how much pressure I put on myself internally. I mean, especially working in the social media online space, you're constantly comparing yourself to everyone else. You're constantly looking at all the other people, you know, move up the ladder and you're telling yourself that maybe you aren't there yet or you should be there already. And it's so unhealthy. And when I could write it down and actually see what I was saying, it really did resonate with me. It clicked, you know, that it was time to change and change my thought process and change the way I'm acting because I would never speak like this to my clients, right? I would never beat up on them for not getting an Instagram post out, you know? We're all human. Mistakes, things happen, right? Life happens. We can't control every little aspect of it. But the more we can lead with these mindful activities, the more present, the more aware we become about how well we can start to perform for ourselves internally. And then in return, it ends up, you know, just snowballing honestly, with the success. Because if you start to check in with you, know what works for you, figure out what's happening with you, then you can show up for everybody else in such a better manner and in such a more clear, present way. So that has been a huge part of my morning routine and one of the things that I do daily. You know, if I don't do it in the morning, sometimes I will do it in the afternoon. Again, I try to lead with grace on this. And another huge part of staying grounded for me is taking bills on a walk almost every day. Um, We try to go for at least 30 minutes if it's not raining out. And it's so helpful for me to show her how much I care about her, right? And show her literally by doing something with her every day because she gets very jealous of my work. (laughs) I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Bailey, I call her Bills Marie because she just cracks me up. She's literally a human. And if I am on my phone past 4 p.m. and not playing or not paying attention to her legitimately guys she will come over and put her paw like on me and sean and she doesn't want us to be on our phones like she hates the phone especially if it was like a crazy work day and maybe i didn't get to take her on her walk the phone should be nowhere near bales marie because she might even steal it and try to like pee on it or something (laughs) i'm totally kidding but she really hates the phone so the more i can show her with my actions how much i care see and value her the more our relationship has gotten better as well so I've also taken this into account with Sean and my relationship, right? Because we work from home, we have to give each other space during the day. So once we're done for the day, we normally like check in with each other. We have a sit on the couch or we catch up after he's done some golfing at our new golf club. And that's been such a great way for us to stay on the same page, but also just have like a quick check-in with each other, right? Because life is crazy. And when you're working for yourself, relationships 
relationships can be hard to uphold if you are working like so much, right? And the more balance that you can start to incorporate and become more self-aware, as I mentioned, of the way these actions or certain events are making you feel, the more you can start to lean into the relationships that you actually enjoy um, and the things you actually enjoy doing, which again will just help you get even more clear on what you should be doing, right? And what what society's told us for generations is that we shouldn't be able to provide for ourselves, We, especially as women. We should not um, be able to stand on our own and make it work, right? That's what society tells us. That's why the little voice in our head tells us that. And the more you challenge that voice in your head and society, the more your actions and your successes start to help you manifest even more success because you've already harnessed that success. You've already experienced it. There's no question that you are going to be successful. It's just a matter of when, right? And then the beauty of patience comes in. So this has all been my my short, quick version of what being an entrepreneur is really like and what these emotions bring up for you and why entrepreneurship has absolutely changed my life for the better. I am healthier. I am more present for my family. I am doing something that I actually care about and love to do on a daily basis. I wake up excited. I don't wake up sad. I don't wake up depressed. I don't wake up angry, right? Of course, we can have emotions, but my overall divine belief, I know, is that I'm doing something that I enjoy. So my emotions don't affect me as much, right? Like if something bad happens at work, it's like, okay, well, I can handle this, you know, I've dealt with this before, instead of panic sets in and chaos and the overwhelm and the voice in the head and, you know, all of this. It's now, okay, we've gone through this experience. How can we fix it? You know, I've always been a problem solver and I'd love to hear if you guys are interested if we start talking about, you know, women's stereotypes and problem solving because women are so powerful. Men are very powerful as well. Don't want to discount that at all for my guy listeners because you guys rock. And if you're listening today, there's something deep down within you that is calling you and I want you to start to listen to it. If you guys really enjoy this type of talk, um, talking about being a woman entrepreneur and opening up in this type of space, it's definitely challenging. You know, things arise all the time. People come out of the woodwork that are not as prepared to be as welcoming of certain types of people or certain age groups or things that maybe they just don't totally understand, right? Because that's why they're hiring somebody. And sometimes we just don't vibe with each other. And the faster I was able to realize that, the more happier I could be in my everyday activity. See how that is always my everyday end goal, right? That's really what I keep in my mind. I would say that's my end in mind is to be content and feel comfortable with what I'm doing on a daily basis. Um, That's so important for me. 
So I would love to know what is your end in mind if you have one. If you don't have one, that's okay. If you don't feel comfortable sharing it in your review, send me a DM with your end in mind. I'd love to hear more from you guys. I would love to hear more about topics that you're interested in. Like I said, I'm thinking about having a few lovely ladies on to talk about more women things within business, you know, harnessing cycles and the calendar cycle and how to know when you should be working and you have more energy versus not. And I'd love to know, you know, what topics are you guys interested in? Is this something that you're into and want to hear more about? And I really just appreciate you all listening so much to this podcast. So if you haven't yet, please go leave us the review so I can give back to you all for listening to me. And of course, send me a DM if you have any problems, as I mentioned. So thank you guys so much and have a great rest of your week. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius and I'm the producer of Krista Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality.